a podcast that talks about your division champion Minnesota Vikings. They took home the NFC North crown and their prize playing the Seattle Seahawks. Say it with me, Scolgers. Win for Zim! Win for Zim! Win for Zim! It is one of probably... The uh, one matchup uh, that the Vikings probably did not want to see. Um, Obviously, Seattle is playing very well coming into this game, but so are the Minnesota Vikings uh, getting off a big victory against the Green Bay Packers to take the division crown. But I'll just start with kind of opening up the floor and getting just a quick thought on the game, and I'll start with you, Scully. Well, I think that it's it's going to be a defensive battle. Both teams, that's their strength. Yeah. Uh, that's where they win their games despite Seattle's, you know, re- recent offensive explosion. They're still a defense first team. I think that, you know, the cold weather does help us. That's going to be brought up later in this podcast, been brought up a lot all week. Uh, but I think it really does just because it's the way be Seattle's been in Minnesota, the way Seattle's been airing the ball out. Uh, that's, that's not going to help them any. Um, I think we could be doing the same thing, but we're not, uh, that's a different yeah. discussion, but I, it's going to be a low scoring game, defensive battle, whoever doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. I saw a stat today, the Seattle defense has given up five throwing touchdowns in the last seven games. So that's less than a touchdown a game. Uh, in turn, your thoughts? Well, it's going to be a really tough game for the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, defense they're playing against is the best rush D, obviously. Uh, AP is going to have to have a big part of this game, I think, to uh, really win. But really, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be after one who's going to have to have the best game, I think, because I think AP is going to be handled pretty well by their defense and then on our defense I mean we got our three studs back we got Everson Griffin Anthony Barr Harrison Smith uh it shouldn't be the same yeah Linval Joseph it should not be the same as the last time we played him it'll be way closer and Russell Wilson will have to watch over his shoulders more uh Scully uh you love to be kind of the coordinator of uh probably the podcast and also when you're on uh Twitter at Scolders Pod. Um, so let's see that kind of coordinator um, role in action here. How would you start offensively or just overall in this game? How would you play on the offensive side of the ball? I, I would like to, like I've been saying all season, let's let's get some quick passes. Uh, you know, Seattle has an aggressive defense and maybe jumping some of those routes. But, you know, these last couple of games, we've really seen Jarek McKinnon featured in the passing game. I'd like to see a lot more of that. Uh, he was wide open on that bomb, you know, against Green Bay. Teddy underthrew him. We all know that result. But that wasn't because we caught him off guard. I think that was because Jarek McKinnon is faster than any linebacker in this league. I, I don't think that's a trick play that you can only run once a game. I would like to see Jarek featured in the passing game. I think that's how you can 
attack good defenses. I mean, no matter how good a defense is, they're not going to have a running. They're not going to have a linebacker that can run four three. See, and to me, the, my concern is: is don't you think that is what they're going to be sitting on? Though, is kind of the short stuff, the, the these quick slants, and then AP and just stack the box and and daring your boy Teddy to beat them in the air down the field? Do you stretch it out early? Maybe try one or two? I I would like to say I think it's unfair to say that's necessarily testing Teddy early. I think it's more safe to say that's testing uh, Clemmings and Khalil on, on plays like that. You know, can they hold up for a five-step drop on a 60-yard pass. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think, the big, big question. Um, but, I mean, obviously, Teddy's deep ball hasn't looked great all season, hasn't no. looked great last game. It's been his one Achilles heel, I think, this year, and hopefully that will come um, but, as, you know, his career uh, progresses. But, you know, do you open up, you know, and try to make that happen in this game? I, I think that there's a – a lot you can do in between slants and a 50-yard bomb. I think that yeah. there's a lot of 15, 20-yard routes that we can hit on that don't require quite as much time to develop. I think this could be a big game for, you know, Mike Wallace, a guy, you know, because Stefan Diggs is probably going to be covered by Richard Sherman. You don't even really want to throw his way unless you get creative. Um no, that's one thing I kind of liked about the Green Bay game was you did kind of see, um, you know, you saw the end around with Adam Thiel and the fake punts, you know. I love the fake punts. Yeah, the fake punt was a good call. So, you know, you're going to have to get creative, I think, but not over the top. So that's a tough balance because I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth because – the, the game plan has really been all season run with AP and sh- and we've been most successful in the passing game with these short slants but against an aggressive defense like Seattle that worries me a little bit does that worry you at all uh, in turn uh, it does worry me I think they need to come out with more designated quick plays screens yeah. tight end screens I want Jarek McKinnon like Pat said to get out in the open yeah. field more get more passes in there uh, because really, AP is going to have a hard time. I really think he's going to have a hard time. Even They're going to stack the box against him. He's not going to have a chance, I and, don't think. And to, to touch on your point too, Dane, I, I think that's fair. You know, They know that we want to run the ball. They know that we're successful with short passes, that they're going to be playing up on the line, jumping yeah. routes. Yeah. Um, but we, we saw it last week just because – Jarek McKinnon starts in the backfield doesn't mean he can't end up 50 yards downfield. We yeah. saw it with Deion Lewis all season before he got hurt. Yeah. Just because you start off five yards behind the line of scrimmage doesn't mean that's where you need to catch the ball. Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, that's a good point. I think another thing is we're going to have a player two there. You know, it's not like we're just going to – they're going to be clamping on us all – day long. I think there's going to be a player two there for either Teddy to make or Mike Wallace or Stefan Diggs or AP. We got to make it. We got to, you got to convert against a good team like this. You can't do, you know, the Jarek McKinnon play. We brought that up. You need to convert that against the Seattle team. Um, Let's switch to the other side of the ball. Obviously, last time, uh, all three, the big three on the defensive side went out of the game. Um, This defense has been playing really well the last three weeks. You got to kind of like where this defense is right now. Am I right, Scully? Oh, definitely. Uh, They've 
been the the reason that we won the division this year. There's yeah. there's no questioning that. You know, we got our our studs back and they're performing. It sounds yeah. like their health is not going to be an issue coming into this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's how we win games. And and you look at the last game too. That first drive, what they do when they had all three of those guys in there. Um, turnover they they forced a turnover and got a fumble and recovered it and then um even on that play harrison smith i remember came around the corner and had a big uh second down uh stop like a run for last yardage and then after that drive i think uh harrison went and then anthony Barr, and then it just all griffin had a good game too i know he had at least two sacks are you talking i'm talking about the last seattle game um, oh, I'm sorry. See, yeah. what, what what really gave Seattle problems earlier earlier in the year when they were just struggling, their offensive line was horrible. Yeah. If our defensive line yeah. can get after them early, that's yeah. going to be the key. I, I think, you know, another key really, you know, looking at it defensively, this defense isn't going to give up 37 points again no, to this no team chance. with these three. As long as barring injury, uh, no pun intended there, uh, I don't see them giving up 37 points, but you got to understand Seattle's probably going to get those, you know, and it's going to be kind of that counter punch by the offense, you know, of our offense and Teddy and, you know, Mike Wallace. And I, I keep bringing up Mike Wallace. I just think he's going to be a big factor of this game. You need, he hasn't, he's, I can't find him with the searchlight really all season long. Um, Maybe let's go that way. Kind of your maybe X factor in this game. It can be either a Viking or a Seahawk. We'll start with you in turn. My X factor is actually going to be Marshawn Lynch coming back and whether yeah. or not that will take yeah. away yeah. or help the Seahawks. Because yeah. Rawls has been great all year, but they, I mean, it, I they kind of owe in a way. Marshawn Lynch carries. You know, he's going to demand the ball, and his, the fans are. You know, Marshawn Lynch is going to get back in there. See, and I kind of disagree with that because I think um, they've been really successful without him. Why wouldn't you just keep doing what you've been doing the last couple of weeks? You don't owe Marshawn Lynch anything. I think he's. I think he's going to have a relatively limited impact on this game. I think he's he's healthy with air quotes, but I don't think um, they're going to use him that much. I don't think, I think he's more of a might, decoy. Than they anything. might not use him much, but he might take away from Ross. Rawls being on the field, which maybe could help us because Rawls hurt us last time. Well, Rawls is out for the year. This this reminds me of our debate uh, about is AP, you know, handcuffing North. I I think that Marshawn Lynch has that capability to do that to the Seattle offensive coordinator. That he may think, you know, thinking getting getting PTSD of that uh, interception that you know, Russell threw in the Super Bowl on the one-yard line instead of handing it to Lynch. I I think that they could easily fall into the trap of, we need to get Lynch 20 carries a game, regardless of if it ends up in 50 yards and a loss. And that's what I'm hoping for. But my X X factor, um, I'm going to go a little obscure here. I'm going to go Kyle Rudolph. You know, we know how good Seattle's corners are. Uh, Let's get Rudy involved. We know it's, we we think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Let's get the red zone reindeer a touchdown yeah. cap it off the coach who was on uh last week's podcast that you can get on soundcloud itunes he would love that right that he loves his tight ends um all day every day get him up the seam yeah get him up the seam uh i'm gonna go to kind of obscure i've been saying mike wallace but i'm gonna go special teams i think just as a whole <laughs> 
as a whole, if you can get a Cordell Patterson uh, kick return touchdown, you know, as long as, you know, Steven Hauschka can't, I don't think he can, is very good at tackling or stripping, so I think we'll be okay there. Um, or even a Marcus Sherrill's, you know, uh, punt return for a touchdown. It's those little things, I think, that, you know, can, you know, can put us over the top and, um, so he was worth the first round pick is what you're saying. Since he's the X factor in this, the most important game we've played since 2000. Well, I, I wouldn't say just Patterson as a whole, <laughs> but I would say just the special team. Um, as you guys know, it's cold in Minnesota. Um, we do have winter. We have four seasons, actually. Um, it's going to be brutally chilly out there. I don't want to hammer this home because all the other radio stations across the the great Midwest have probably been hammering this home. But do you think it does play a factor on Sunday? I'll start with you, Scully. I, I think it does. I think it's going to play a bigger factor in the play calling than the results, if, if that makes sense. I think that offensive coordinators are going to feel how cold it is on the sidelines, not dial as many passing plays, you know, run the ball, play conservative. Um, and I think that there may be some logic to that, but I think that it's going to get a, a little overblown. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a very conservatively called game on both sides. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, 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 would, I would agree with everything Pat said, and I think that, obviously, the cold isn't just going to affect, you know, Seattle – it's going to affect all those players. It's not like everyone grew up in Minnesota on the Vikings. Uh, so I think the weather will equally affect each team. I actually think that mental, like putting it that cold, how cold it is behind in the back of your head is actually going to play somewhat of a factor. And I'm not really into that kind of... You know, it's funny you bring that up because I was listening. Um, another radio station had Peter King on of Sports Illustrated. And that's kind of the point he brought up is... They're not. They're gonna say all the right things and say this and that, and you know it's not gonna be a factor. But you know, in the back of your head, I mean, if you know, it, it sucks. It's not it fun to be out on that field. Um, I don't want to go like Paul Douglas on the bit or anything. Um, but it isn't gonna be very windy, which uh, from what I've seen, it's only gonna be like five to ten miles an hour. And where I go with that is, I just that's why I kind of say I don't think this weather is really gonna be a, a factor because if it was gonna be really windy, sure, because then you are gonna be a lot more conservative and probably run with AP and Marshawn Lynch. Um, you know, I'm not even trying to be a great meteorology mind, but that's just kind of <laughs> what I would. You know, say yeah. I would just like to add. I think that this does play somewhat into the Vikings' favor. Um, North yeah. Turner doesn't need uh, you know cold temperatures as an excuse to call a conservative game. Anybody who's watched multiple Vikings game this year knows that that's what he wants to do, anyways. So he's got that excuse now. My hope is that Seattle falls into that same trap um, and they do the same thing. And and we we do it all season, so we're we should be better at it than them. I think it's safe to say that Scully will not be getting invited to the. Christmas next year uh, with all the rips he has. Um, so here, as we kind of wind down, let's do a, a prediction here for the game. Um, this one's going to be a tough one. Um, 
do we keep it going against the Arizona Cardinals? Or is it? Or are we playing the St. Louis Rams next? Oh, uh, Scully's uh, Super Bowl pick. Beat the, Ra- beat the Seahawks twice time. this year. Yeah. Beat the Seahawks twice. One game at a time. But uh, do we keep the season alive and travel to Arizona or not? Give me a score and maybe an MVP. We'll start with All right, team. my honest score prediction. Mm-hmm. 28-24 Seattle. However, my yes. Scolder prediction, 28-24 Vikings. Win for Zim! Win for Zim! Win for Zim! All right, nobody really cares what our predictions are anyways. Um, but before I, I say my score, um, I, I think that the way I feel the game is going to go can best be summarized by uh, Rudy reciting a motivational speech from uh, his favorite Notre Dame coach. This is how it's going to go on Sunday. We're going inside them. We're going outside of them, inside of them, outside them. And when we get them on the run, we're going to keep them on the run. And then we're going to fight, 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 fight. That's how it's going to happen. Score is going to end up 20 to 13 for your Minnesota Vikings. Win for Zim! Win for Zim! Win for Zim! I think this Minnesota Vikings team plays the best when their backs are against the wall and people are doubting them. This game isn't going to be a repeat of last game. It's going to really come down to, I think, one or two plays and can we convert? And the captain says, yes, they will convert. And I think, I like your prediction, but to change it up a little bit, I'll go 21-17. Your Minnesota Vikings were on to Arizona. Win for Zim! Win for Zim! So, uh, we'll wrap it up here with our um, weekly Sculpture of the Week. Um, remember, uh, you can be the Scolger of the Week if you go on Twitter, Facebook, uh, or SoundCloud, even subscribe to us, you know, heck, you know, take a picture, take take a picture of you subscribing to iTunes and then add us at Scolger's Pod on Twitter, um, you know, that'd be awesome, you would for sure get it, um, I'll give it out this week here, um, I'm gonna go, this guy is, uh, a, a phenomenal salesman. Um, I'm going to go with the Swede Pede is what I'm going to call him. The Swede Pede, you are the Scolger of the Week. Congratulations. One beer redeemable by Dane. Yeah. No uh, one's redeemed their drinks yet. and So just remember, the yeah. season could end yeah. possibly someday. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, all right, well, that's going to wrap it up. We hope they survive. We believe because we are the kings of, of the, the north. north. The kings, kings of, of the north. north. Kings, kings of the north. north. You've been listening to the Scolgers podcast. Follow us, iTunes, SoundCloud. Let's go out there and beat the Seattle Seahawks. Kick their ass. Yeah, score!